Hello. Yo, what's up, Gabriel Ortiz Jr.? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Fantastic. Well, I just wanted to welcome you to the podcast. So welcome to official Choose Life podcast. Uh, you are my first guest ever in the history of this podcast, even though we've only had like three or four episodes up. Just wow. wanted to, yeah, for uh, just being with us. Um, it's an honor, man. It's a blessing, man. Thank you. It's an honor for me, too. Just a fun fact for everyone, if you don't know, so Gabriel Ortiz, he's a worship leader, right? And not only is he a worship leader, but he's been a worship leader for quite some time now. And the first time I heard Gabriel Ortiz was when I was 11, 12 years old. And I, I, he cracks up every time I tell this story because it feels like forever ago. But I was at a game convention, a youth convention, and I'll never forget it. It was the t- first time I've ever experienced God. And so, man, thank you for joining me. It's an, Like I said, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. I'm believing that, you know, through this conversation, um, lives will be changed and people's decisions. And today we're going to be talking about decisions. And I really hope that after this, people will leave with information, with inspiration, and just every, all the tools that they need to continue to make the right decisions within their life. Man, that's awesome. So uh, just for those who may not know you, I know you're, you're, you're famous, but for those who may not know you, can you uh, just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not famous, but yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a blessing to be able to serve the Lord in the capacity that he's given me um, all these years. You know, I've been saved um, almost, almost 20 years will be this year that I've been wow. saved. I grew up in the ministry, though. You know, I'm a pastor's son, grew up in the ministry all my life. But where I really, like, had to surrender to the Lord, you know, I was in the neighborhood. I was in, you know, in the gangs and tried all that, drugs, all that. But at 19 years old, I gave my life to the Lord. So, you know, it's been, this year will be 20 years that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So it's been a great journey. I have a wife, two kids, and and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah, well, you have, like, what I call, like, family goals. Like, you seem like you have the perfect life. Uh, <laughs> just to be honest with you, just to be real with you, you seem like you have the perfect life. And I know things aren't always, you know, as what it seems. It may not be that perfect. But just want to say, man, uh, I really look up to you. You're one of my inspirations. When it just comes to being a man of God and just being a family man, but also doing full-time ministry and just continuing to steward your giftings and your and your calling that's upon your life, I think that's it's exceptional and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's worthy to be noted. Amen. Appreciate that. Praise God. God is All good. Right. God is really good. So, Amen. All right. So it. let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. It's going to be a good one. I really believe that some people's lives are really going to be changed. Let's talk about decisions. Let's talk about maybe some decisions you have made within your life that have transformed your life. Because I think when I, when I think about decisions, I don't, I really believe that people, um, it could be a couple decisions that really changed the trajectory of their lives. Um, one decision for me, I will never forget is when I was like, I would say 13 years old, when this whole choose life kind of thing started resonated in my personal life, I made the decision to start getting better grades. And it was literally a matter of just switching the, the, the light on and saying, you know what, I'm going to pay attention in class. I'm going to start to do my homework. And that led me to go to college that led me to get a really good job. Um, and so that's just a decision that I made. What, what are some decisions you have made within your life that have really changed the, the, the direction of your life? Well, I think that 
decision making especially when it completely changes everything about you is is a very difficult thing for people people mm. like it's inevitable right but but, yeah. in, but in general people don't like change mm. um it it's a, something that we struggle with we love we we're we're, we're 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 creatures of habit and we're creatures of patterns and we love to do what we've always done this is why you got even in the when like growing up you had shows like cheers go mm. go to the place where everybody knows your name right wow uh, yeah everyone always ended up at cheers and they had their beers they talked their stuff and went home and that was like a nightly love to do what they've always done it makes them feel mm. comfortable it makes them it's a, it brings a sense of comfort and it brings a sense of safety um when you step out of the box and you change things about your life that that really begin to rattle you or, or are scary or, you know, there's a fear of the unknown of what's going to happen, of, of failure, fear of failure, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's hard to make yeah. decisions. Um, I, if I could start right away, um, obviously it's, it's um, one of the, one of my biggest decisions in the past, you know, in the past decade was my, my complete lifestyle change in the, in regard of my health. I was feeling oh, really wow. sick for a long time. I, mean, I know that you probably remember this, Johnny. But yeah. I yeah. Was, I was a, a little over 340 pounds. Wow. And, um, and, and that was a very difficult time for me that I was, I, I started to feel depressed, a lot of self, uh, you know, self-deprecating thoughts. Uh, yes. I felt, I felt, I started the anxiety I would feel and the depression that I was thrust into what began to make me feel, think less of myself, feel, feel miserable. And also, uh, a lot of insecurities begin to rise up that and I'm not an insecure guy normally. I mean, no, yeah. normally I'm not very, I'm a very insecure guy, but I started to feel that way. And then mm. on top of all that, multiple emergency room visits because I started to get actual health problems. Things started to, oh, wow. things started to arise in my body that yeah. I was just like, started to scare me. Right. So there came a point mm. in time. And what's funny is that I, I, I kept researching diets and different things, but I came a point in time where I was like, I got to, I got to make a real change. So that's when I started to yeah. uh, research. I started to research different diets for about six months. And I realized that most of the diets out there don't really work. Mm. You know, I was talking the other day, I was telling someone that the problem is not that because we, we think we fail on diets. Like, oh, we failed, yeah, yeah, failed yeah. on my diet and messed up. But in reality, I didn't, eat the, I didn't eat the salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We fail, We think, oh, we failed our diet. But in reality, our diet failed us. Mm. And the reason it failed us is because of our decision of what diet we took. So it really started on the decision-making process. Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to lose over a hundred pounds and I've been able to keep it off for three, for three years. Um, that's a, that's an achievement, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And I'm, thank you, brother. I mean, it, it, it was hard work and it was a lot of sacrifice and it was a lot of folk, honestly, more than anything, it was focus. I would have to say it was real, yeah. real determination and focus. That's what it really took. So for me, when I when I think about this, man, because for me that I've never been like someone that's been considered obese or overweight. So I don't know what it's like to look someone or to, to talk to someone, talk, to talk to someone and be like, hey, like this is a decision you have to make to, to want to live better, eat healthier or make better decisions. So can you tell me like when you were there, when you were 300 and something amount pounds, and you were, there. you were there. What what was the what was that moment like for you? 
what was that that time where you're just like, man, I'm just gonna? Was it like one day you woke up and and the decision was made, or was it like something you you just learned and you gradually got better at it as you went? It was honestly, it was honestly, it was a lot of there was a lot of crisis that led up to it, and it was wow. just like I came to a crossroads. So mm. this crisis is one of the greatest gifts that God allows in our lives because it really can mm. change everything about us. Yeah, it can turn it can turn everything around. In crisis, God uses our our pain for purpose. Wow! And by starting yes. this health journey, it wasn't just a health journey for my body, but it was a health journey for my soul. Because wow. when I started intermittent fasting, and I realized this is the diet, this is the lifestyle that I need for my yeah. life. The reason I, I I I decided that was because of all the benefits that I saw with intermittent fasting. It wasn't just a diet; it's a lifestyle. Yeah. I still do it to this day. And what it is is that every ancient belief system believes in fasting for mm. for wholeness and harmony within their mind, body, and spirit or soul. Yeah. Right. And maybe they find maybe a lot of other religions find serenity, but like our pastor said, Christians are the only ones that fast to gain spiritual um, to gain spiritual uh, strength and power and to really move in a different le- like realm. You could say. Yeah, yeah. Because we obviously know that God has the power to change everything. But yeah. when I started to fast, I realized it's, I'm not just he- fasting for health because there's a lot of non-believers that fast through the intermittent fasting as well. And they feel great. They have all the benefits. Yeah. But I started to experience more than just the benefits that I read about. I started to experience benefits in my, in my spirit, benefits in my mentality. I started yeah. experiencing a complete overhaul of my mind, body and soul that I never thought I would experience. My energy levels were, were, were went through the roof. My blood, my blood pressure normalized. My weight dropped. I, I wasn't because if you notice, people make decisions to, to go on these certain diets mm-hmm. and like 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 zero carb diets, and that's not actually healthy for you. Yeah, so not look, at all. People look sickly on those diets. Wow. People look sickly, so they're not actually real healthy. They're just they just lost a lot of weight. There's a difference between being very healthy and losing a lot of weight. And you know and I, I think mean? and I think that attests to it because if you think about it. You see people lose so much weight, and then, like, within a matter of months, they gain it right back. Exactly. But for you, you've been three years now, and you've maintained that weight loss, and you're continuing to not gain that back. So I think well, that, that speaks to what you're saying, right? Yeah, exactly. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's just a testament to also what, what a lifestyle, a decision to make that lifestyle change, what it brought. What it, mm. what it actually brought is not a diet to me. It mm. brought a focus on 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 healthy living so wow. basically what i'm doing is i'm eating everything i love but i'm just not eating late wow. that eating late is a really unhealthy habit so mm. basically i'm not on a diet per se i'm actually just not doing things that are unhealthy yeah for myself you get me yeah yeah i get you um, and so that's why i that's why i felt like the decision to do do it this way was more than just the diet. I needed to find wholeness within myself physically first, and then obviously it led to to other things. You know, you know what's what you know what's pretty crazy is that it, I actually feel emotionally more stable than I've ever felt in my life. Like wow. I don't fly off the hinge with situations and things mm. that happen, or I don't get into really ugly fights with my wife anymore. Yeah, yeah. Emotional and angry and blow up. I'm not yeah. that person anymore. It literally helped. God used it to change everything about me just by yeah. focusing and making a decision to to, to live a, a, a healthier life all around. That's powerful, man. That is powerful. So what are some traits 
that you may see in people's lives today? It could be a Christian. It could be someone that's working nine to five. What are some unhealthy traits that we have learned as people that you think we can work on, that we can go, that we can move away from? You've hit on one as far as eating out late at night. What are other ones that maybe people can maybe, you know, see? See, when you begin to work on yourself, Mm -hmm. you, you begin to understand that there's, there's so much of us that we need to really, really, um, you know, we need, we need to really chisel away at certain things in our life that they're just, they're just dragging us down. Wow. For example, for me, that was one of those things, right? Eating late, eating real bad, uh, real, like eat, no control of it. And what that led to was emotional instability, depression. It led to um, mental fog. It led to uh, lack of focus. All that bled into me serving God. It bled into my prayer life. It bled wow. into my marriage, my relationship with my wife. It bled into the way I treated my children. It literally seeped into everything I did. Mm-hmm. So when people think, oh, it's just the diet for your health, you know, the, the Bible says that that um, physical exercise, it you know, it has little uh, little gain. But mm-hmm. but this is more than just physical exercise because I honestly didn't exercise that much. This was getting control of my flesh. Wow. So so when I get when you get control of your flesh, it, then you mm-hmm. start to get control of your mind. You get control of your emotion and your heart. You don't let your heart deceive you. The Bible says our hearts are decept- deceitful sometimes because the enemy brings lies to us. So yeah. if we get control of our mentality, we're able to get control of our emotions again. And now not just anything will move us because we, we stand on God's word and God's promises and we're able to make daily decisions that are healthy for us. Whether mm-hmm. it's what we eat, where we go, who we talk to, uh, where we wake up in the morning and pray, you know, if you're unhealthy, you can't even wake up in the morning. It's hard. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So those are, see, those little decisions that seem little end up being really big. Pastor was saying it the other day. Our pastor was saying, we have to make the little things big again. Yeah. And that's what we have to do personally, too. Make yeah. those little things big things for us, and they'll lead to greater things. Because you start not eating late, and you'll be able to wake up early to pray. Now your spiritual mm-hmm. life is getting a boost. You, yeah. you stop, you know, hanging around with the, the wrong people. Now your mind is clear of foolish things and foolish, you know, attitudes or foolish lifestyles. Yeah. You, you get, you know, you start running with winners. You start running with, you know, people that, that want, you know, great things that God has for them. Then, then you start wanting those things as well. So all those are habits that, and decisions that we make on a daily that can really change the course of our life. And honestly, the quality of our life. Wow. And when, when you're when you were saying that, I just I couldn't help but to not think about the domino effect. And I think I'm gonna title this podcast because if you haven't catched it, we don't have a script. We're just we're just talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is how we talk in real life, honestly. If you, if anyone ever hears our conversations, we're critiquing, we're getting into the, the nitty-gritty of things because yeah. we want we want the real stuff, you know, <laughs> and we wanna see we wanna see greatness. And if I can title this anything, I'm gonna title it the domino effect of healthy decisions. Yeah. And I think that's what we're gearing towards this this theme of this of this talk and of this phone call is just like, what is the what's the domino effect? What what, what happens when you decide to do one thing? It affects everything else. It, it, it For you, it was it was eating. It was eating right. It was getting a hold of your weight. And that affected your spiritual life. It affected your family. It affected your finances. Everything. It affected all aspects of your life. That's just wonderful. I love that. Everything it affected. Everything. I'm more financially 
uh, secure than I've ever been in my life, too. It affected wow. everything about me. I'm serious. Wow. And it's, I'm not saying it's the diet. It's the decision yeah, yeah. that I started to make on this health journey. It's a, it's a, it's a wholeness. God wants us to be whole. He doesn't yeah. want us to be just healthy. He wants us to be whole. Jesus went to the desert to gain to to control to 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 fast for forty days, and he and he gained control because he was in the same flesh and body we were in. Yeah, and he sub sub he submitted it to the fullest because he was gonna have to go to a cross one day. Wow. John the Baptist was in the desert, and all he ate was locusts and honey. He had complete wow. control of 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 you know because God God what did God give us? He gave us he didn't give us the spirit of fear. But what do you give us a, a spirit of? A, uh, you give us a spirit of love, of mm -hmm. of, uh, of of power, power? And sound mind, a sound mind, self yes. control. Wow, and that's where it's I, at. I love that because if you think about it, like when Jesus was being tempted, he didn't he didn't ask God to take away the enemy. He he didn't ask God to take away the food. He didn't ask. You know what I mean? Like God doesn't. We don't. When we go to God about our decisions, we shouldn't ask God to take these things away. Like, oh, I don't want to see a burger today. Yeah, you no, know what no. I mean? Like, not have that mentality, but instead have the mentality where it's like, like man shall not live off of bread. Uh, you know, bread alone. Exactly. You know? And it's like have, switching the mentality in a sense. Yes. Like taking control of those aspects of your life. I think everyone should note that, whether it's in your journal, whether if you're just listening to this on the way to work, note that. Take control of your decisions. You have control. I think people feel like they're, I think people don't think they have control. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What are 30 ways right now practically we can do that? Taking control of our minds, taking control of our decisions. One, first of all, I mean, if someone's listening to this or maybe that doesn't know the Lord, I'd, I'd say just surrender your life to the Lord. Amen. That's the most important decision you can make right now. Yes. That's the one thing that you really got to do. If you're on the fence or maybe you you strayed away and you're just not close to the Lord, you haven't, you, you've lost a relationship, a connection with God. God has never left you. He's been calling you and reminding you, but you've lost that connection. I'd say surrender your life to the Lord. Yes. And let him take control of your life and, and his Holy Spirit will guide you to all truth and all righteousness. That'd be the first thing, right? Right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then secondly, is begin to um, pray and ask God to give you the power and the, and the Holy Spirit's guidance to make healthy decisions in, in your everyday and start with the little things. Secondly, I would say start with the little things okay. that you can begin to tackle. I start my, for me, it was like directly my health. But I didn't know that it would lead to so many other other things, right? That mm. God would bring like a wholeness and a balance in my life in so many different areas. Uh, but it started with the little things. You, it literally just started not eating late and doing jump rope, right? But it led yeah. to more and more and more. And as I continue to see results, by the grace of God, I saw surprisingly change in so many other areas, which I'm so grateful for. And I grew as a man. I grew yeah. as a minister. I grew as a worshiper. I grew as... And, and all those areas of my life have been growing because what it did, it gave me the power to take control of myself back. And then it, it really thrust me into another level spiritually in my walk with God that 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 helped me grow like in these other areas. Right. So it's kind of like a it's it's it just it's a beautiful thing, you know. And then I would say lastly is is not give up mm. because too many of us give up. Yeah. On a daily on a daily basis. We make decisions to give up. <laughs> we, yeah, we, the decision to give up, you know, they say, you know, you, you, you never lost until you give up. Mm. You've, you've never lost until you quit. So, you know, don't quit. If you're listening to this podcast and 
you feel like quitting, you're in the middle of a process, you're, mid- you're in the difficult season, don't quit. Start with the small decisions on a daily basis. Start, start small and work your way to the victory that God has for you. Step of faith each day and let God do the miracle and let God take care of the rest because he will. He, his promises are true and he will come through for us. So what was the hardest part of your decisions? What was the hardest part of making decisions? Wait, was part? it? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Was it? What? I was gonna say when it comes to making your decisions and the hardest part of making your decisions, was it initiating the decision? Was it not going back and and you know like not going back on your word and keeping the decision? And after, like, cause like for me, if I make the decision to go to the gym, automatically there's three things trying to get away get away in that. And then when I'm actually get to the gym, there's more decisions that say, you know what, you're not going to do it today. You're, you feel tired or you feel hungry or you don't have enough energy. Like, you see what I mean? Like, there's always the hardest part of making a decision. Would it be before? Would it be during? Or would it even be after? Like, the regretting the decision you do make. Because I think many people make decisions and then they go back and they say, well, I should have never done that. Not knowing that may, may have been God's will upon your life. So let's, let's switch the focus. And, and I know we're talking about health and fitness and stuff, but you made decisions to literally uproot yourself and move here to San Diego. How was making that decision? What was the hardest part of making that decision? I was living in New York City for three years. That's it's not it's not easy to make those kinds of decisions. And let me tell you this: where it really is at, I think the the real the true test of mm-hmm. of, of powerful, strong, healthy decision making in, in our life is is to be able to make decisions that alone. Mm, wow. To be able to make decisions by yourself that nobody else is doing it, but you know you have to do it because that's what God told you to do. Wow. For example, no one was uprooting their family and leaving the Panama. Mm. But when Pastor Sonny asked me, our pastor over the ministry asked me to go, I said yes. My wife said yes. We went. God yeah. had a plan. Yeah. Going to New York was a very difficult thing. We had no family, we had nobody there. But God had a plan. And then uprooting ourselves in New York after three years, being comfortable, being like we were really in in a very thriving season for us personally. The pandemic hit. Everything was going on. We said, now is the time to really plant ourselves somewhere. And we we prayed and we asked God and guided us. And everything was all roads and were leading to San Diego. And God was telling us San Diego. And Mm. this is it's hard to make decisions that nobody else is, is on the ride with you. Yeah. When I started my health journey, no one was on the ride with me, even my wife. Nobody was on that ride with me. It was an, a, a completely alone decision. Yeah. And sometimes that's the hardest. We want people to go with us. Yeah. No matter if it's if it's if it's to the to even even if it's to the good things or to the righteous things, we want people to come along. And if it's to, if it's sin, you know, no one likes to sin alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Victory loves company. If it's yep. the sinful things. We want, we want our crew. We want our people. We want, we want to have that. So it's, it's, it's difficult to be a man or your own woman and, and just take a stand and make a decision for yourself yeah. uh, to, to, to do something that is going to change the trajectory of your life. And that's where it's, you know, sometimes you just got to say, I'm going to do this no matter who comes with me or who doesn't. And that's really hard because yeah. no one yeah. likes to do things alone like that. And it's so, I'm so glad you hit on that because I think if anything, people feel alone right now. Yeah. They may be in lockdown or they may be quarantined or they may feel so alone. And it's like in quarantine, 
because we, we I, I'm gonna just be completely honest here. I I got COVID nineteen and I had to spend two weeks of isolation, and I'll never forget being alone for those for those two weeks and yeah. and being and sitting with those feelings, yeah, and having to to sit with the decisions that I was going to make and to say, you know what? Because I think if there's any a test of your decision, it's gonna be isolation. Yeah, it's gonna be isolation. And so for me, I had to really think about man are these decisions from God and not only yeah. are these decisions from God, but like, and I had to realize like, if you're ever going to make a change, you have to be okay with it. If you just live off of what other people think about your decisions, you'll always be a people pleaser. And then you'll find yourself living a life you never intended to live. But I think it's powerful what, how you spoke upon, like even, you know, it was even your own family that couldn't really make the decision for you. You had to make the decision to start eating healthy, start doing things right. And even with your family, you had to be, you know, had to be the man and, and kind of make the decision to move your family. And I think that just, that's just so powerful, right. man, how you hit on isolation, because that's a big factor when it comes to decision-making. People feel that a lot. Be, have the courage and be brave to take a step when no one else is with you. Mm. When no one else is coming along for the ride. Because people don't always honor the process, but they'll honor the results. <laughs> They don't come, they don't, they don't fill stadiums for the process, huh? they fill it for the product. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Exactly. You, you hit it right well, there. Well, thank you, Gabriel. I really enjoyed this time with you, man. I, I think there was a lot of insight, wisdom, knowledge that was given. That's going to help a lot of people, man. Before we end this, I want you to give one last encouraging word to anyone who's making a decision or has made a decision. And they may be feeling in their life like, did I do the right thing or how to do the right thing? All, I'm, all I can say um, is to those, anyone listening that is in the middle of a, a difficult decision or a life-changing decision that they're trying to take a big step in their life. Just if you know that you know, you've prayed and you, you, God has confirmed it to you. And you know that you know that it's, it is God that's asking you to take this step and to make a mm. big decision in your life. Or if it's maybe small decisions that, that you've never really taken, but you've always wanted to, and, and you want to change the trajectory of your life, and you want to become the, the version of you, the best version of you that God has called you to be, then all I can tell you is when you take that plunge, don't mm. give up. Don't wow. give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because in due season, the Bible says in due season, we will reap if we do not Wow. It's been such a pleasure, Johnny. I really appreciate being on today. Thank you so much. Don't don't give up, guys. Don't give up. If it's your dreams, don't if give it's up your calling. Don't give up. Don't, don't give quit. Up. Don't throw in the towel. That's the biggest decision we all can make on. Don't give up. That's the one. There's <laughs> always hope. If we don't quit, there's always hope. Amen. Always. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for for coming on board today i really appreciate your time I appreciate if you want if you want if you if, if anyone wants to follow you or get in touch with you how can they do that instagram you can follow me on instagram or out. facebook okay it's, it's simple gabriel ortiz jr instagram or facebook uh, i'll be coming out with some new music soon as well uh music Ooh. video as well in, in the coming weeks um it's already pretty much filmed everything's done they're just uh, in the editing process but uh we're excited for the for the new season god is opening up doors that's awesome and if you and if if you have a chance, Gabriel, please re-record. I know I'm chosen. I would love to hear a second, you know, version of it, you know, yeah. 10 years down the line. That would be amazing. That'd be great. That'd be great. With a, with a big choir. 
Exact. Come on. Let's go. Let's go World Conference 2021. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I appreciate your time. And uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Talk to you later, man. God bless.